is it is so good to see you. I haven't seen you in I don't know how long. It's been a while. It's been a while. And I was thinking about, because we were thinking about who to get on the show, and I was like, oh, Aniela. And I thought back to when we were shooting The Distance, I had, was talking to, I think, Daniela at the time, and I was like, I'm looking for someone that's just like a really good actress. And she's like, you've got to meet Aniela. And, uh, and she was like, she's super outspoken, and, and she's got a dirty, she got a dirty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, oh god, uh, my <laughs> reputation! <laughs> but and then and then I and then I meet you and it was just instant. I was like, you're the you're the best. You're and you're a phenomenal actress. Very kind of you. Yeah, and then and, and so and Oscars are happening right now. <laughs> are you watching? No. Are you watching? Oscars the nominations came out. You're not. Do you are you even following? No, I, I'll watch. Like I'll. Did you read who's nominated? No. You don't know anything. I'm nothing. Are you one of these people, like when you act and stuff, do you like to see yourself? I used to, and then I, okay, so I edit my own stuff, right. so I have to. Right, like, of course, degree. right. And for years I'd want to, but then I realized I was like, working from the outside in, where I was like, I don't look pretty there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a really crappy way of acting. So, do you, okay, so yeah. first you did a lot of acting stuff, and then you started to edit your own stuff. Yeah, because I didn't want to give have any favors out. Yeah, so so talk about that transition. I didn't want favors. Favors. Well, because you, you can only ask people to do things for you for so of course like, for free of so course. much of course, and you run out. And then you run out. And then you're like, I've got to learn this thing. Yeah, and I don't want to ask for like sexual favors. <laughs> right, I'm that's not, not. I'm not good at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> you gotta be like maybe the okay. Well, we all have something we have to work on. I don't need to work on it. Uh, I learned to edit instead. <laughs> there you go. See, you made it work. Yeah. Do you hate it? Do you hate seeing no. yourself? Oh, well, do I hate seeing myself? Like, did it get better editing yourself? Yeah, I don't mind seeing myself when I'm in the editor's mode. Got it. I think there's like you put on the different hats. Of course. What's your favorite thing about acting, and then and then what's the worst thing about it for you? What, how, the reason I've wanted to act has changed over the years. Right. So Walk me through. Okay, so when I was a kid, I wanted to act because I wanted to be loved. Hmm. Deep. Well, I didn't realize it then. I just like wanted sure. attention. I really sure. wanted attention. Sure. And you did, so you've done theater stuff, you've done A stuff. lot of improv comedy. You've done comedy, but you've been movies, stuff that's, yeah, yeah you, you've done, you've, you've got some credits there. I've done some, yeah, yeah. I've done some stuff. Yeah. And but there was a point where I realized I'm like, yeah, this is hollow because like I had some success and then realized that it wasn't fulfilling. Like right. it's a never-ending hole. Right. That you're filling. Right. And it just wouldn't go away. And so I'm like, I have to have a different reason if I want to keep performing. So now you're behind the desk. Is it? You find that more fulfilling? No. God no. <laughs> It's pain. It's a painful it's a area. Painful it's a painful It's a horrible area. Yeah, and I'm not skilled in it. I think it's very interesting for people that are on set and on crew. You've got these makeup people. Mm -hmm. You've got all these camera people, lighting, gaffers, wardrobe. All this stuff to make, you know, Jennifer Lopez look Jennifer Lopez. -y. Yes. And Jennifer Lopez wins. And all these people literally don't matter. Yeah. Well, okay, so let's let's take this back. <laughs> I 
didn't start as an actress. Right. Like at all. My right. parents were like, you're not very good. Right. <laughs> it was good. So they're great. They, they were supportive, fun. but they wanted me to feed myself and they don't want me to live with them forever. And right. so they were very honest about my high school productions. I'm like, oh, you're not good. You're not good. We're not, we're not going to do this. Um, we love you. You could do this as a hobby. But right. you need to get a real job. Right. And so when I went to school, I went for technical theater. Hey. And my dad was a stagehand. I grew up in the theater backstage. Right. My dad was a head carpenter for the James L. Knight Center, which right. is attached to the Hyatt down okay. in Miami. Right on. And so I grew up backstage, and I I learned how to tie my knots, right. and I learned how to tell dirty jokes because <laughs> you're with like all these old stagehands. And I got a degree learning how to do scene painting and props and set construction and stuff like that. Right. And do you feel like that's where you became the love of the performance? I think if you, if you see how it's made, it really makes why you love it. It makes me appreciate it more. I always yeah, want, sure. I always love performing. Um, and it was hard to, like, I worked for the opera for five years. I was under contract as their props person. Right. So I lived backstage. I can never understand the world of what you do on the other side of the camera. Like, you love performing. I love That makes no sense to me. No, it's absolutely the stupidest job in yeah, the it, world. But it's, like, hard to, like... Oh man, I could oh. never. It's ephemeral, and it's you can't really get a full grasp on it, and we don't get paid regularly. Yeah. And the yeah. rest of the world thinks that it's glamorous, and it's not really. It's really difficult. And I look at someone like Freddie Prince Jr., who was top, and now who where the heck where is, is he? he? And so where that, is he? Where is he? I don't. I have no idea. But that's the like. I, I don't know where if, he if is. If I went to school to become a doctor, and then I became a good doctor, I'd be a good doctor for the rest of my life. Right. You can become a good actor, and a year or two later, you're out of a job again. It doesn't matter. And just with the industry almost decides whose time. Like Tiffany Haddish, it's like, oh, it's your time now. Yeah. You. And then it's just, and then you see Tiffany Haddish. She's been doing so much for a long time, mm -hmm. but now Hollywood. She's got herself to a great place, and I love Tiffany Haddish. Uh, yeah. But now it's like, it's her time. Mm -hmm. So it's Tiffany Haddish, and she's in this movie, and she's this, and she's a girl boss, and, and all the stuff, stuff is that. And then Freddie Prince Jr., she's like, hey guys, I'm, I don't know. She's just, and it's, he, his time is. I, I, and that's where I, that's the reason I changed what my focus on, that's how hard. I wanted, that what really was hard. my reason for acting. Because where before I wanted the attention, and now I'm like, I just really want to do good work. Do you think people do it a lot for the attention still? Yes, absolutely. So actors and strippers are kind of similar. <laughs> uh, no, strippers are doing it for the college education. Oh God, of course, right, sorry, sorry. That's right, let's, let's they're be hard honest. workers. Let's be let's honest. Let's just be honest. And I do think strippers probably have worked harder than I have on a few acting you know what? You know what, I saw this thing about strippers. Well, it's not strippers, but all, everything that's happening in Australia, all the animals, there's horrible stuff that's happening. Yes. And then everyone is focused on giving money. And so everyone's figuring out their own way. So I see this girl who's like on Instagram, she's like, oh, I'll send you a nude. Yep. Did she just say that to you personally? She just, she, she, <laughs> it to she, you? she emailed me. No. <laughs> no. Hey, give she's me like, money, I'll send you some naked pictures. She's like, if you pay That's me. That's not what you think this was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry to tell you, but I that thought, is, you just got catfished. Yeah, I got it, got it. <laughs> she posts this po uh, stories and stuff. She said, if you send me 10 bucks, mm -hmm. I will send you a nude, and it will go. Yeah, I heard the story where she actually it was. If you sent proof that you had donated ten dollars, yes, minimum yes. ten dollars, to any of these specific charities yes. that she had yeah. felt were doing good work for yeah. this, she would send you a nude in your inbox. What do you think about that? Do you think anyone? Do you think that anybody can give to Australia, and it's and it's and it's okay, 
Or do you think some people could give to Australia and it's dirty money? For example, what if, uh, what if uh, a white supremacy group, all the Charlottesville Tiki Torch people was like, man, we're donating a million dollars to Australia. Is that cool? You know what? Money has a dirtiness to it anyways. So it's just take let it, it. Take it and let it be. Let, let I feel, it, I feel let the it, same way. Let it do something good. And I also don't think that her showing her body is bad in any way, shape, or form. No, I love the fact that, like, I love the fact that like, the, the Instagram uh, thought community, yeah. the Instagram hoe community came out and they did something positive. I think it's fantastic. Like, honestly, good for her for the gumption. Yeah. Uh, if you go to any art museum, and you wander through, you're gonna see these paintings of sure. naked women. Right. right. Why is there an issue? Why is there a difference? How is this a, like, we can have violence on TV, but we can't see some It's really videos. weird because if you look at it, you're like, hey, uh, don't send nudes to people, that's just not good. Why? But she, but she did this and it's like, oh, that's really good, really noble of her <laughs> to do it that way. No judgment. Yeah, I, I have no judgment. No judgment. I have made some poor, I, I don't think it's a poor choice, but I have voluntarily- Made poor choices. Poor choices. Um, and they didn't have as good of a benefit as she's right, doing. Right, what she's doing, right, right. So. Do you think, why do people feel like, and, and Instagram itself is very, we're putting our best foot out there. Almost like a movie. I always tell people like, people watch movies and they romanticize the way that this movie is put together. Which you and I know that is not I mean, it's just not, no There's life. There's nothing no romantic life. about what we do. There really is. There's nothing. <laughs> it is dirty and exhausting and we are poor. Yeah, <laughs> dirty, exhausting, poor, and no one and understands. And we love what we do. Yeah. And we freaking yeah, love yeah, what we do. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do anything else. Yeah. But there's, that's the reality. It is the one of the, it's probably the hardest thing in the world to do because it's just suffering and that you, you know that something's coming that is gonna be awful, but you choose to do it anyway, yeah. knowing that. And I think that's what makes it really, really difficult. I feel like we've gone on such a tangent, I don't know where we are. Here's where we are. Okay. Here, here's where, here's where we are. Yeah. If, what, what we do, I think in making things l like films, uh, media, or whatever it is, is something that people end up romanticizing mm -hmm. the final product. Yeah. So for example, I, I love watching Friends. I wish I had a group of friends like that. Oh, I saw Made in Manhattan. I want a romance like that or whatever it is. But people, and I always tell people like, if you took your whole life and edited out the parts you didn't want in and edited together a two hour segment, your life would probably look dope too. Well, you show a little bit of your struggle Show a little bit of you make overcoming and then show this beautiful climax and it all working out for you. But I think movies in general sometimes mis mislead people. I think American movies. American movies, here we go. I agree. Everyone I think wants to feel good at the end of the day. So I feel like actors want to feel good in front of the camera. We're trying to make people have this emotional response to what we're creating. And then people that are sitting there watching it want to feel good. Y yes. I think, okay, there's a deeper conversation here. Yes. So yes, American movies are very much based on that happy ending. You watch a French movie? Nah. There's no happy endings. It's more of like reality of that it might end unsatisfied. Mm -hmm. Like you might not be satisfied at the end of it. And for our current political climate, we don't have to talk about politics. We but, can definitely talk about politics. <laughs> but um, it's heavy. It's like, and... Life is scary. Do you think, do you think that? So, well, I'll finish that thought. So I think that these happy endings is a nice escapism that you've seen repeatedly right. throughout history right. when 
shit's real hard. Depression, right. like great, like the Great Depression, World War II. Right. That's when there's this rise in media, um, in movies, right. to escapism. Do you feel like that's a good thing? Do you like, because you're talking escapism, you're talking about Transformers and these movies that you could just go in and just like, whew, you know, Star Wars. Um, do you feel like that's a good thing? Or do you feel like, like, do you feel like escapism is a good thing for people? Or do you think that that's more of us running away mentally and not trying to deal with it? So I'm just going to watch this movie and just get out of it. In moderation. I think everything in moderation. So yeah. the disconnecting in life. I think we need a certain level of sometimes shutting off. If we are too much ramming into something over and over again, you'll break down. Do you feel like we're too disconnected as people? But like yes. movies, phones, do you feel like we're too disconnected, period? I do, but I think, again, that's, we can't say that of like, we're too disconnected and not take action to change that. Right, so right. So make a date with a friend, have a conversation that's eye to eye. Right. Like. And that and for, and for me, that was interesting, too, because that's why I was like, I was telling them when we started doing this, I was like, this is the only way that I catch up with people. This is the only way. I don't catch up with people. Like, you, I, you know when the last time we talked? No. It was when I quit. <laughs> Were you serious? Yes. I haven't talked to you since I quit CNI. I talked to you after that, I think. I don't think so. I talked to Amy. Okay. Is so, that a proxy? Does that work? <laughs> no, it doesn't. But this this is how I know how busy you are. Yeah, but I feel like for me, like I, I'm not like for me this is the best way that I feel mm -hmm. like I can truly connect with folks is when we do this. You communicate through your art. Right. But and if it's not that, I am almost like like you're never finding me at a dinner. You're not finding me at you now, know, it's just now, not happening. Okay, okay, so I want to ask you questions then on that Go one. for it. I think you would always mention legacy. Yeah, yeah. So do you feel like you can't stop? I feel like, I don't know, there's a certain sense to me that I feel like, you know, if I wasn't doing this job and I worked and I was, I had a, a you know, a bajillion dollars and I was on that island, I would figure out a way to build something on that island. I would have to do something. I can't sit, I'm just not built that way. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like that's like a part of like how I'm built, like inside, like I have to, I want to create something. Whether that's like, for example, if I'm like the dude cutting the coconuts on the island, I would have to make that the best coconut island cutting shop ever. Mm -hmm. I, and I, I, that's just the way that I'm like built. But I also don't feel like, and then there's, so there's times when we, like holidays just happen, we have like downtime, it, like, it drives me absolutely crazy. So I'm like, I want to keep going. That's just, I just, that's in my DNA. Is it a fear of death? No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think I've been in too many situations where I thought I was going to die. Yeah, but it's not necessarily a, I feel like I'm going to die, but of I need to fill my life. I need I, to live it to its fullest in any down moments. I feel like, it. I feel like we're here for a reason. And, and like specifically for me, I don't, that reason is like, I'm here, I have like, not everyone is like blessed with these talents to do stuff. Some people like actually are in their 20s and 30s and they're going like, well, what, what should I do? For me, I'm one of those people that has been like, all right, I've known what I wanted to do since I was like five, mm -hmm. which is cool. 
Um, and I used to not really know what that means, but now meant for me, but now that I'm like doing that, I feel like, all right, well, it's not only, I feel like I'm doing this because I want to do it. I feel like I'm called to do it. And I feel like that's what I, this is like my purpose and my little, if I, I'm fitting this puzzle piece in life and society. And if I took myself out of that, I don't think that piece is going to be filled in the right way. It could be filled by other people, but not in the way that I could do it in the same way what you could do. So I feel like uh, I'm tired and I don't talk to people and uh, but I feel very um, within the reason of why I was put on this planet, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Absolutely. And you've surrounded yourself because of that with your friends do. I mean, that's why I worked with you. Do you, and, wow. and that's what I think is so great. Like I, I like and yeah, I mean, working with you at CNI on set um, and even here, it's all about that. The hardest lesson for me over the past like couple years, maybe more than a couple years, is like, who do you cut out? And that's been a real interesting, like, it's, and people say that all the time. I see quotes of like that on Instagram, like, know who you surround yourself with in the gram and don't cut them out 2020. Um, but no, like for real, it's been like to actually do that. Yeah. My favorite thing is like, um, when someone says, uh, you know, <laughs> when someone says like, Hey, do you want to go watch this movie or something? And you don't say no, you say, ah, they got the kids and they, you know, I wish I could worry blah, blah, blah. I've been trying to be like, no, I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to go because I don't want to do that. Yes. I yes. don't want to do that. Yeah, so that when people ask you like, hey, do you, hey, we should grab lunch. And you're it's like, that awkward moment of being like. You want to come up with an excuse because you don't want to hurt their feelings. And, but in reality, it's like, it's like you never I don't, want to have yeah, I lunch don't, with you. I don't want to go to lunch with you. And if I say that, I'm a I jerk. Am, I, yeah. I'm a big old, big old, big old yeah. jerk. But, it's, but, but that's honesty. So then it's like, do we really want that? Well, it's to what level of authenticity it? That we I don't think, yeah, I don't think honesty is the best policy. No, it's, it's not. not. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> you can't function through life. Not everybody can handle honesty. That's the, that's why it's not the best policy. It's like honesty. And then two, like, what's your honest meter? Yes. And like, can you handle it at an eight? No, no, this person, he can only handle it at six. And that, and also that depends on what day, how tired you are, how hungry right. you are. Right. Sometimes I might be able to handle honesty at a nice, like eight, right. but some if I'm tired, I, it might be a three. Really complicated beings we are. We are very complicated beings. I, and I feel like for me, making movies and creating things like this has been the only way that I can really express how I feel about stuff and doing it with a group of people, it makes me feel like what it must feel like to have a basketball team and like win a championship. I don't really know, but I feel connected with you because we made something mm -hmm. and that'll never go away. Well, and uh, the people you've surrounded yourself with, like I was trying to convince your wife to do your uncreative radio. I'm like, you gotta do it, you're incredible. And she's like, no, no, I don't like cameras. She would never do that. No. <laughs> she would never do it. But your wife, like is, Incredible. Super talented. Is I don't know if anybody has ever actually talked about on the show. Amy. Oh, she's going right to Cam. <laughs> is amazing. Okay. Josh would be nothing without Amy. Zero. 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 Right? Nothing. Not even ten percent. He would be. 
I mean, he'd be some crazy man. You're, the fact that you are able to have a family show up, your wife makes your wildest well, dreams come true. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of behind the scenes that I think that people don't mm -hmm. realize that are, that's happening. And yeah. Like, family's big. Um, the staff at CNI is big, past and present, right? Yeah. And so you look at all those things and then try to learn and shape and. But that's why I like filmmaking because it's not something you could do by yourself. Yes. I always think that about photography. I don't know. Do you do you have a love of photography? Like, do you can you appreciate photos? I can appreciate photos. I always wonder right. when I see them. I'm just like, that's it. Like you could just take this person and shoot them right there and. I, it, to me, it's just like okay, that seems pretty simple from our world. Like <laughs> you're like I only have one yeah. image. Well, like whenever people want to go out and shoot, going out and shoot photos always is much easier than going out and shoot film because yeah. you're just like, well, what's the story? What are we gonna do? Mm -hmm. I can't just put this person here. He can't just stand there. He's got to wake up. He's got to get in the car. He's got to go here. He's got to think. Blah blah blah. What's the music gonna be like? And you have to tell a little story. So I always feel like this art form is like the only it's it's a re you have to do it together with people it takes so many people and if you're not doing that with people that you love and care about and you don't get it, paid enough right to not then, then to it's, do right. this with then you it's don't like. absolute hell yeah absolutely absolute hell. Uh, absolutely and we were talking about christmas eve the other day because we were cutting another show called the dailies but we were just talking about the process of doing that and that is what made me feel this way because we got to work together on that too you in another role but like that was one of those ones that it felt like too. It was like this was just absolutely painful. Our conditions that we shot in were painful. Having it stretch out over two years was just brutal. Something that I've never experienced before. Brutal. Oh my god. And then too, but then at the every time I see it, when I look at it on Amazon, I'm like, oh look, oh, oh, all right, look at that. And it makes me think about you. It makes me think about everybody that is here, still here, people that aren't here. Um, but I don't know, but I feel bonded because we did that together. I don't know. And I don't think there's a lot of, maybe there are professions that feel that way, but there's not a lot of things that you do when you go into, you're like, this is absolutely just going to be the worst. It's going to be, I'm going to grow beyond that I've ever grown and yeah. it's going to be very painful. It's going to be an emotional roller coaster. And we'll see if we'll, well see if we make it. And I went on as a producer on that one. And yeah. I found out so much about myself is that I am Horrible to work with as a producer. No, you're not. Oh, I am. No, I, no, you're oh, not. oh God, I couldn't stand myself. <laughs> you're stupid. I couldn't. I become rigid, and I'm like, I would like yell at you. You're good. It, um, I don't think you can ever have something made without any of that. Yeah, but I realize a lot about myself. I'm like, oh, I become a version of myself I don't care for. I, the playful funness leaves me, and I strangle it out. And then I'm like, we need to do this this way. And I just become, I become a monster. I become a monster. That's why I'm amazed by your wife. What, what, are, you, what are you doing now? What are you working on now? My, You're always working on something. I'm always working on something. I just finished Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. That came out. Wow. Yeah. Wow. With the leads, Amy Palladino, oh, the producer, that's director, awesome. was yeah. That was incredible. Huge. Where were you shooting? Fountain Blue. Oh, very cool. Yeah, a nice, nice little role on that one. That's awesome. When is it? Is that out yet? Yeah, it came out in December. All right, and that's on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. and I'm, I'm gonna be checking. Yeah, it was that's good. Awesome. It was that was amazing. And then this year, honestly, I'm realizing. Our market down here is, has been book a look. Like sure, you're sure. pretty, 
and you can maybe say a word or two, right. great, yeah, you're amazing. Yeah. And as I'm aged out of that young group of like book a look people, right. and the people I'm left with are all like really talented and experienced, right. and I'm going, oh, oh, I'm not like I came from the tech side. I actually don't have really acting training. I have some talent right. and a wish and a prayer. <laughs> Like that's you're really good though. You have a lot of really pure raw talent though, period. Thank you. And you're not booking, you know, Marvelous Miss Maisel, you know, with without it. Yeah, thank you. But my focus this year is just on process. I'm like, you know what? That's I'm good. letting go of whatever the product is. If I book the thing, I do. If I don't, I don't. I'm just process, 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 process. And most actors, especially the talented ones, are not book a look actors. I mean, you just look at them, most of them. Adam Driver's not like a- Oh, I love Adam Driver. He's not an attractive guy. He's like the good actor version of Keanu Reeves. Gosh, he would hate you And I love that. Keanu Reeves. I, I love, love Keanu Reeves. But like, Adam Driver's not this, you know, typical gorgeous stud. He's a phenomenal actress. Philip Seymour Hoffman, phenomenal actress, if an actor. And, and you get these, when you get older, I feel like- You can start digging. It's like wine, you know? But if you, you notice, get, you mentioned all men. Well, there's a same way, you know, same same way. There's just two people that I thought of because I just saw Star Wars. Well, and there's not as many women who, when we get older, it, it's a little bit harder. Uh, but I'm like, I don't care. I don't know, I'm man. just focusing on the process. I disagree. I just saw Annette. You're Bin gonna write old lady stuff for me. Okay. Ugh. I just saw Annette Bening. She did so good oh, and yes. the rapport. And then obviously Meryl is just come on. It's anything, Meryl. Anything she touches is absolute yeah. gold. There's not as many roles for as women age as there are for men. That's true. And women, they start doing the face stuff. And, and then like, it's just Ooh. like different. Uh, who just recently did, Renee Zellweger did that. And you're like, is that you? It's you. But it doesn't feel weird, it feels weird. Mm -hmm. But Talents There, she just did, what film she just Judy. did? She said Judy got nominated for all this awesome stuff. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. Well, there you go. <laughs> we clearly don't watch stuff, we really should. Thank you so much for doing this with me. I feel like, um, uh, Next time, I'm gonna have to do this with you again so I can see you, and hopefully it won't be another, I don't know, 600 years. And next time- How long was that? How long that, was, that was the last that, time I talked to you? That was at least a couple of years. Like, You're lying. I had face cancer in between. They reconstructed my face since the last time you saw me. That is true. Yeah. So there's been- We're you, just gonna leave it on that. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, now you guys are like, what the hell? <laughs> Why are you talking about this shit? I'm not, I don't wanna go there. <laughs> Peace out! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Come here.